You're listening to the Wealth Insights Podcast with the OCBC Wealth Panel, a show where we discuss wealth management and investment topics with an OCBC Wealth expert to keep you up to date on what makes markets and your money move. Hi, I'm Elliot Danker, and today we will be putting the spotlight on Singapore's property market with Carmen Lee, head of OCBC Investment Research. It's a hot topic on every Singaporean's mind, Carmen. Last year, residential property prices rose more than 2% despite a recession. Can you make sense of that for us? <laughs> okay, despite the devastating effects of the uh, pandemic, which actually hit various sectors, central banks came together and in a very concerted and rare effort, came up with a lot of funds and that flow into the market. And mm-hmm. that liquidity alone actually propelled a lot of the assets to higher levels. And that included, of course, gold, commodities, property, as well as equity. So there were various asset classes that actually benefited from this influx of funds into the market. Now, a lot of analysts at the start of the year, and even now, they're projecting a strong rebound for the Singapore economy. But I'm wondering... What's the correlation with a strong rebound in the economy? Can we expect the same thing where the property market is concerned this year? Okay, I think the good thing this year is that we started off the year with the COVID vaccine coming to the market and that actually created a lot of excitement and optimism in the market. With the vaccine, obviously, then the uh, economic activities can come back again and that should actually mean that economic growth recovery will take place this year. And that's a sharp reversal from last year when we actually saw that various economies plunge into a recession and this year, we're going to see a strong turnaround and that alone will actually uh, support quite a lot of interest in terms of the asset acquisition as well. A bit of a left field question if you don't mind. How much does a cultural mindset play in this? And what I mean by that is here in Asia that mindset of you own a property is an investment. Now it's time of recession. We're trying to recover from that recession. How much does that mindset come into play? Typically in Asia especially I think even Southeast Asia in particular there is that strong focus on owning property and I think that we've actually gone through some of historical data and if you own it for more than 10 to 15 years over a very long-term period, actually property is a good asset class to hold because it actually means that you will enjoy that long-term constant sort of gain. But having said that, obviously, this is a very volatile market. I think if you look at it in the last couple of quarters, and in fact, in the last four quarters, property prices have been going up. And there's always that fear in the market that with higher property prices, will the Singapore government come in and come up with another slew of property cooling measures? Yeah. And, and if with that, that could possibly create a little bit of uh, volatility and uncertainty. So for short to medium term, I think there is going to be a bit of uncertainty but having said that, you really buy physical asset for really the longer term, which means it's more than 10 to 15 years. Okay, fair enough. So the cultural aspect and how we've grown up comes into play. But what about a different perspective? Instead of buying the property itself, I buy property stocks. Okay, actually, this is a very good point, And that's something that I wanted to share a little bit about. At this point in time, the uh, property index is actually trading at a discount to the book value. And that's actually quite a positive sign. Despite the fact that last year, actually, the property index fell 19%. And this year, it went up 13%, which means that it has already taken into consideration that the market is recovering for the property sector. But having said that, valuations are still not expensive. And at this point in time, between buying physical property and buying stocks, because of the affordability of equities, it's actually also quite advisable to channel a small portion of your funds into uh, some of the property-related companies. Alright, then in other words, for the year 2021, it's a fairly good year to own a property. But what would be the main reason for that? Recovery also means that I think some foreign buying could come back into the market. Right. I think that has completely disappeared in the last couple of quarters when the uh, COVID hit. And uh, you can tell that actually from the MAS data itself, it shows that ownership are really occupier. That means they are no longer investing as in the past, whereby a lot of the uh, property purchases were done because of the fact that people actually view it as an investment class. But in the last couple of quarters, the data show that people are actually buying it for themselves to occupy the unit. And that is a positive sign. But having said that, when the economy recovers, that's when we can actually attract some of the foreign interest back into the market. But more 
more importantly, I think interest rates will stay very low. Either way, it looks like it's going to be a pretty interesting year for the property market here in Singapore. I've been speaking with Carmen Lee, head of OCBC Investment Research. This has been the Wealth Insights Podcast with the OCBC Wealth Panel, brought to you by OCBC Premier Banking.